Alrighty, welcome back everyone to the You Heard It Here First podcast. It's a nice, chilly, snowy day here at First Cutlerville and in the office today or in the studio today, we have a very special guest who's been a member of our church for quite some time. Was it your whole life? 43 years. 43 years. Yes, that's a long time. So on the podcast today, we have Mr. Glenn Wallstra. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How's your day been going so far? It's kind of early. Good. It's cold, but it's. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Good. Great. Um, well, like you said, you've been a member of our church for 43 years, so you're you're very well known around here, I feel like. <laughs> a lot of people know who Glenn Wallstra is, but on today's podcast, we're going to kind of get to know you a little bit more, your involvement here at First Cutlerville, some other interesting facts about you that people might not know, and stuff like that. So for people that don't know you or need a little bit of a refresher, can you take some time to kind of introduce yourself, like your family, hobbies, stuff like that? Um family we have Joyce Joyce is my wife we have two children Eric and Karen and Kent and Vanessa and we have five grandchildren nice we have one grandchild that works for Epic in Madison Wisconsin yep one at Washington University one who is getting his doctor's degree at uh, Grand Valley and we have two at Calvin nice so a lot of tuition yes being for sent sure out, so for sure. I believe I gra- I went to school with one of your grandchildren. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Chris and Chris. I were in school all through oh, okay. like preschool to graduation. Right, right. He's the one in Madison now. So nice. Nice. Working out well for him. Good. Great. So other than family, what are some jobs that you've had? I started out as a teacher at Western Michigan Christian High, taught speech and English, but I only taught for three years. Okay. I drove a bus from Fremont to Muskegon each day, and the principal at Fremont decided to leave, and without even being interviewed, I was called late at night on the day that that principal resigned and was going to Holland Christian. I got a call late at night from the board president saying, we'd like you to be principal of Fremont Christian. So, okay. so I was 24 years old, had absolutely no experience, but they paid for my master's degree. I went, uh, got my master's degree at Western Michigan University in educational leadership. And I really got two uh, majors, uh, elementary education and secondary education. So that nice. in the event that I stayed a principal, I could continue to to do that. Yeah. So we were there for seven years, moved to Grand Rapids, principal at Cutlerville Christian for Five years, 1983, moved to Christian Schools International as Director of Support Services, and then to the Michigan Association of Non-Public Schools. That was driving to Lansing every day, probably the best job that I had because I was responsible for 540 schools. Oh, wow. 140,000 children. Oh, my goodness. And uh, was a, was a, it was a very good job. Yeah. Uh, we have 180 Catholic schools in the city of Detroit. We had 18 Catholic schools north of the bridge. Almost all the Lutheran schools are east of Lansing, and almost all the CSI schools are west of Lansing. Okay. So I put on a lot of miles, um, but it was a it was just a wonderful job. My board was eight Catholics, two Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and two Christian Schools International. So it was a very, it was just an interesting group to work with. Yeah, very like wide range. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it became a lot more tolerant of people from different faiths. Yeah. And kind of the odd 
things or some of the things that I really grew to appreciate mm -hmm. in both the Catholic Church. I, an interesting thing is, is I, when they, when I was asked to do that job, they said I had to take my benefits from the Catholic Church. Okay. So I have 28 years of pension from Christian Schools International, mm. and then the rest of my pension comes from the Catholic Church. So I'm the only Christian Reformed person in the state of Michigan that gets a check signed by the Cardinal. Wow. Every... <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> so that's that's different. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you've had quite a few different jobs, but mainly in schools. All, all. Even when I retired, I just retired for one day, and they asked me to be principal at Moline Christian. Oh, nice. And then I started work at a food pantry for five years, mm -hmm. and then they asked me to be principal at Byron Center Christian for a year, and got finished there, and they asked me to help with the joining of two schools, Granville Christian and Calvin Christian joined. Okay. So there were 17 differences in the policy manuals between those schools. So nice. I worked there for two years and also helped with the budget there. Okay, nice. And now I just help at South Christian. I volunteer there and am responsible really for the robotics funding piece of the robotics. Kent cool. does the robotics program there. Yep. And so I raise the money for robotics and I also uh, run an internship program, which was not in existence when you were there. Yeah. I started that program four years ago. If students, and you were probably one of those, when they when you got to the senior year, you really didn't need a lot more credits. Yeah. So you were ready to, ready to graduate. So mm -hmm. they put you in classes that, you know, were kind of almost like fill-in classes. Yeah. So... I can now take people that are interested in internships. So in the mm. last oh, four, four years, I think I've had close to 40 interns. Oh, cool. And they go all over. Every day of a semester from 1230 until 3 or 330, they work in a working setting. Okay. And because of I knew so many people in Lansing, I was able to also get a credit and a half for that time. Nice. So it's a really good program. Yeah. So is it kind of they get to pick? Where they want to go they and they get can, credit they, for it? They choose where they would like me to get them in. Okay. And then I work through with their parents then where they're going to work. Uh, they have to make sure they have a car. They have to be 18 uh, mm -hmm. because of all the, yeah. the laws. Mm -hmm. And it really works out nicely because as much as they learn what they liked, they learn what they don't like. Yeah, for sure. So we have interns who will be there and they'll say, I love this experience, but I don't want to do it for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing for Absolutely. them to understand. So. Yeah. That sounds really cool. I feel like that's something that's going to be good just to continue on because that's yeah. very true senior year. Yeah. I was just talking to some of the younger students yesterday that my senior year, I took like such... They were definitely filler classes. Like right. I took both foods classes and I had like two study halls and stuff. So it's like I was at school, but I only right. took like three real right. classes. Right. Yeah. Well, this this week had an interesting week this week because I had a boy that didn't really want an internship. Okay. But he didn't want to stay for two study halls in the afternoon. Either yeah. Because his last two. Yeah. So he works for Cascade Concrete. Okay. So we got to, we just, we just release him. Yeah. At one o'clock and yeah. he goes to work two hours early. Okay. Which is. Does that count for like credit then? We don't count that for credit because no. he didn't want an internship. Yeah. He just, he wanted to work. Wanted and to that's work. likely where he's going to end up. Yeah. So. So he found what he likes. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing about that. Um, Do you have any, so 
it sounds like there's still things keeping you quite busy. Oh yeah. But outside yeah. of that, do you have any like fun hobbies or? I don't, I don't. I don't have hobbies. No hobbies. No hobbies. It's okay. Uh, I just took a new job. I'm picking up money for Lake Michigan Credit Union. Nice. So I do that Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But every morning I go to South Christian from roughly seven o'clock until maybe eight or eight thirty, sometimes nine o'clock. Okay. And uh, I just I, I want to stay moving. That's, yeah. That's the big thing. You like to be busy. And I think it's healthier. Yeah. I've already I've already lost two brothers. Mm. Uh, my youngest two brothers have, have passed away. Mm. And uh, my oldest brother, is, his health is kind of on the line. So mm. I just want to stay healthy. Yeah. And I think the best way to stay healthy is to keep active. So. Yeah. It seems like it's working. It is so yeah. far. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's kind of the end of our introduction time. So we'll jump into your involvement here at First Cutlerville. Like you said, you've been a member for 43 years, correct? Right, right, right. Um, what ministries have you been a part of while you've been here? Well, I've been in council a lot mm -hmm. and um, the long-range planning program when we moved to this building, mm -hmm. uh, getting this building built and so forth, teaching catechism, uh, cadets. I even helped with nursery for a couple of years. Nice. So just yeah. all kinds of activities. Yeah. Is there one that you enjoyed, that you really enjoy doing? I probably have enjoyed probably the 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 most work, and it's sometimes the hardest is being a council member. But, yeah, um, I think it's the I, th I think it's also the one that is. I, I I feel I feel good when I'm able to help people and yeah. give direction to the way an organization is moving. For sure, and I I get to know some people that I would not have gotten to know well. Yeah. One of the highlights of council was uh, years ago, you wouldn't probably remember him, but J.A. Paul was a member of council mm -hmm. and I had him as an elder partner for three terms, okay. which was nine years. Yeah, that's a long time. And uh, really got to know him well. And uh, I consider those years with him in a way kind of a mentor. A person you know now is Jim Fenema. Mm -hmm. Um, loved Jim Fenema as a, as just a, a quiet leader. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very bright and, and very futuristic in terms of the way he thinks. Yeah. So he too has been a mentor for me. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you enjoyed being on council. It is. It's, yeah. it's a good, like I said, hard times, but good times. Yeah. Great. Is there any other different ministries that you're currently involved in right now? Are you still on council right yes, now? I'm, yes, I'm in council right now. Is there other uh, things you're involved in? Um, no, and, and part of the reason is because I'm devoting a lot of time to, to South Christian. Yeah. Uh, I'm chair of the Shepherd Elders, so that, okay. that takes a lot of that time. That takes a lot of time. You bet. Yeah. And I try to be an encourager. Yeah. You know, to, to as many people as I can be. For sure. So. You take care of the church van, though, too, don't you? Yes. That's yes. one of your roles here. That's a little Would, one, though. That's Which I appreciate, right. though, because I probably use it the most, and I <laughs> never a, think to take care a, of some of the stuff. That's a little thing, and you, uh, yeah. you make sure, I, I make sure the oil's changed and the yep. brakes are okay and all yep. that kind of thing. So. Yep. Awesome. Um, I think we kind of already went over this. Any other, like, highlights from First Cutlerville? Like, what made you want to be a member here? Were you involved in another church before? Like, how'd you get connected with? Well, we moved directly here from Fremont. Okay. And then I had said to Joyce, I said, you know, I don't like passing up churches Yeah. in order to, so we, we, we joined First Cutlerville really because it was the closest to our home mm -hmm. and the people were 
very, very cordial and very welcoming mm -hmm. there. And I, 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 we, we don't regret making that decision at all. It was a good place for us. Great. Awesome. We already talked a little bit about your involvement with South Christian. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add about how you got involved with South Christian? Well, it's I practice taught at South Christian. You did teach. I practice taught. Practice taught. Okay. Okay. So in 1967, wow, I spent a semester here. Okay. And then moved directly into teaching, and it was, you know, I've I've been principal at Cutler Hill Christian, now Legacy. Yep. And Byron Center and Moline. Mm -hmm. So all those feeder schools, yeah. the only one I haven't been at has been Dutton. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, I had a, a girl one time that said to me, she said, uh, how about if we break the leg of the principal at Dutton so now so you can come in there for a year? <laughs> so that didn't happen. No. <laughs> but it was cute that she, yeah. it was cute that she said it. Yeah, you're so. so close to almost been at all four of them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you got involved, so you did like a semester student teaching? Student teaching. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. 1967. That's a long time ago. Which class was that? Like what class? It was did speech you... and English. Is nice. what it is. That's what I taught at Western Michigan okay. Christian High, too. Nice. Yeah. Great. Um, let's move on to your other interesting facts. When I asked you to be on the podcast, you had three things you okay. thought would be interesting, and I'm excited to hear about these. So I don't have much context of these, so I'm kind of just going to let you That's take fine. it away. That's fine. I think the first most interesting fact is when I was a freshman at Calvin. Mm -hmm. That would have been 1963. Mm -hmm. I was going between the campuses in my car, and I heard that President Kennedy had been shot. Mm -hmm. So classes were all canceled. We went to our rooms. We yeah. talked. Uh, as we were walking toward the food place where we were going to have supper that night, mm -hmm. it was a Friday night, and the son of the ambassador from the Netherlands mm. was on my floor just three doors down. Okay. We have to be walking together and we were talking about the death of President Kennedy and he said I would I would just give anything to be able to get home mm, because mm -hmm. I, I would just love to to be home during this time. Yeah. So without saying anything, we ate dinner and I called my dad and he said uh, I said to him I said I said I would like to consider putting four people in the car, one of them the ambassador of the Netherlands. And drive to Washington, D.C. and go to the funeral of President Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And without any hesitation at all, he said, I'll see you on television. That was it. That yeah. was a yes from him. Yeah. I had a good car. I had a 1962 Ford, so I was able to. So we left early then the next morning. And we stayed at the ambassador from the Netherlands home. Oh, wow. And then Sweet. on Sunday morning, we were already out in line at about, oh, I'm guessing 6 or 6.30 in the morning. Wow. And we were so close that obviously we could see, you know, the the, the horse's carriage and so forth carry mm -hmm. the body of Kennedy up to the White House steps and up the steps. And we saw Jackie Kennedy and we saw the two children and mm. the ambassador from all different kinds of of important people. Mm -hmm. So we were standing very, very close. We stood there, I think we stood 13 hours. 
Wow. Before they opened the doors for us to go hours. to go through, I think they they opened it at maybe seven or eight o'clock okay. in the evening, and uh, then people just walked through. Mm. Well, my dad was watching Walter Cronkite on Channel Three, and mm-hmm. he saw me walk past the casket. He did saw me, so he 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 kind of kiddingly said, I'll "See you in one there," but but he, but he did. actually did. But then about ten years ago, a teacher at Calvin Christian called me and said, Glenn, I think I just, I was re, 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 kind of refreshing the students about the death of President Kennedy. He says, mm-hmm. I think I saw you walking really next to, and he says, I'd like to make that dis, uh, video for you. And so he did. So now I have a, an actual CD that shows me walking yeah. and my Kids and grandkids get kind of a kick out of that. Yeah, so, that's kind of cool. So that was yeah, that was one one thing that was kind of unusual. Yeah, another one perhaps that that in my job as the executive director of all the Catholic Lutheran Christian schools, I got to know the nuns really really well. Yeah, and we ran very large conventions. We would put five thousand people here in Grand Rapids. We put mm. five thousand people in Cobo Hall. Uh, in order to house everybody here, we had to rent every room downtown Grand Rapids. And I think wow. I rented 50 rooms in 22 hotels on 28th Street in wow. order to get everybody. Yeah, that's everybody a lot of people to house. It was a yeah. lot of people to house. But one one person that I got to know very, very well was a nun who really ran all of the music when we were in Detroit. Okay. She brought 17 bus loads of kids wow. to be able to sing before our gathering for mm-hmm. the first meeting that we had of the 5,000 people. Got to know her well. She was a Felician nun. The Felician nuns are the only ones that still wear their habits. Okay. So that was an interesting thing about, about I didn't know anything about the Felician nuns. Yeah. When we were in Grand Rapids three years later, then I was just ready to introduce um the, the bishop here in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And she ran up on the stage and she put her arms around me and she whispered in my ear, Glenn, I want to call you in a couple of weeks because um, I have cancer and it's very, very bad. Oh, wow. So she did call. I did not see her at the convention, but she did mm-hmm. call a couple of weeks later and she was still at school. But then very soon she went to the mother house, mm. which is the same thing as a hospice center okay. for the Catholics in Detroit. Mm. So I, she said, would you please come and, and visit with me? So I did. I drove to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And when I saw her, she was in bed, but she sat up. She was well enough yet to sit up at the edge of the bed. But I didn't know her because yeah. I had never seen her except okay. in her Yeah garb yeah that was it yeah i had never seen her face yeah other than just this little bit around her face yeah. so I, I could tell right away when i heard her voice that that was sister nora mm-hmm. well i probably made eight or ten trips to the mother house wow. and visited with her and then i got a call from the mother superior saying you know please come glenn because i think that sister nora will not live for more than a day or two mm. so i drove canceled everything that i had in lansing that day drove mm-hmm. there and uh, we prayed together. We read a favorite psalm together. Yeah. And then she gave me a hug and she said, uh, this is the last time that we will see each other. Mm. And I said, I said, I, you know, I said, thank you for your friendship and yeah. thank you for letting me be a part of your life. So it was a very, it was a very touching thing. Yeah. 
Then she said to me, she says, I would like to give you my Bible. Mm. And I said, you know, you have a brother. I said, I think your brother should have your Bible. Yeah. And and she said, are you sure? And I said, I, th- I would feel better if your brother had your Bible rather than me. But mm-hmm. I said, what's going to happen to the rest of your things? And she said, I don't have things. Mm. I own only one thing, and that's my Bible. Wow. Everything else I do not own. Yeah. And I, you know, I knew that the Catholics were taken care of well, but I didn't know that yeah. they didn't even own anything that they wore. Yeah. That was all bought by the, you know, by the people where they were, whatever group they were with. Yeah. So she passed away, mm-hmm. but she left a note for the mother superior mm-hmm. that she wanted me to speak at her funeral. Oh, cool. So that was, so that was, that was yeah. kind of neat. That's that, kind of a special, that, yeah, it was a, a special, special thing. Especially for her. Yeah. You know, so, so that was, that was another. And then I think the the third one I think I told you about was a, a, a lady food, at the food bank. The food bank. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at the food bank. Um, I, I worked there just five years of Family Network of Wyoming. Okay. And they were in bad shape financially and they needed somebody to help raise money. But that was the easy part. So we, we did that. But mm-hmm. every day we opened at one o'clock. Okay. And they asked me to always pray with the people when they were waiting. Mm-hmm. And there might be anywhere from 12 to 17, 15, 18 families or adults that would come. Yeah. And one day a lady showed up with two of her children. Okay. And I asked the children their names. And before we prayed, I prayed for them by name. Mm-hmm. Well, Oh, yeah, I remember this. This grew and grew to the point where these people would take their children. Mm -hmm. So I I had as many as, I I probably had as many as 12 children there, and we would pray for them by name. Mm -hmm. Well, one of these was the grandma of one of these children, and she started to call me pastor. Mm. And I told her, I said, I'm not a pastor. Mm -hmm. And it ended up that she she got very sick, and she ended up dying in a trailer park very close to here Mm. and um, also let the family know that they wanted me to not talk at the funeral, but lead to the funeral. Oh. So I called Pastor Ken and I said, Pastor Ken, can I do that? Yeah. And he's absolutely, he said, you can. He says, in fact, I'll provide some materials for you. So he did. Great. So I, I did my only funeral. (laughs) <laughs> You're one and only one. <laughs> but again, it was, you know, an enriching experience. Yeah. So, so anyway, those three things, that's so you've, that's enough. <laughs> you like led a funeral and you spoke at a funeral. Right. From people that you kind of just met right. through different circumstances. Yeah, it's all together different circumstances. Yeah. And they really didn't know me very well. Yeah. But I don't think that the the people that have, we when we prayed for the children, mm-hmm. the adults would say to me, we... We bring children here because we never hear our children prayed for. Mm. Specifically, they, like by name. Yes. Yeah. Just said by by name. Yeah. You know, best bless Julie or yeah, best bless Sammy or you yeah. know, whoever it was, mm-hmm. and that's the way we did it. Yeah, so. that's it really was cool. Kind of a neat experience. Yeah, so. really cool. Thank you yeah. for sharing those. You bet. Yeah, I think those are very interesting, and people will like to hear about those. Um, I'm trying to think of on time. I thought of one thing while you were talking okay. <laughs> that I just kind of wanted to ask about. So this isn't on the paper. So that's if you fine. can't think no, of it off the top fine. of your head, that's, that's okay. Fine. But you mentioned that you like to stay busy. So what are some of the things, like if you could list out like a number of the things that you do right now that help keep you busy? Because you do 
stuff at South. You do stuff here. But, like, what are some other things well, that keep you busy? I like to spend time with Joyce, obviously. Yeah. And, and we don't go out to eat a lot. Uh -huh. We, you know, we... We spend a lot of time together, yeah. so that's that's a good thing. We generally will try to camp anywhere between 25 and 30 days a year. Nice. And we go to Florida for a week, so. But all of those things, I can stay active. Yeah. And uh, and and she's very active. Yeah. Um, I like supporting her very much in her work at uh, Stephen Ministry. Oh, nice. She does. She's a leader there. She's teaching 20 classes now. So yeah. That's that's a that's a a very good thing to to help to help with and yeah. i don't really do much except encourage her and support her mm -hmm. that's the uh but other than that i'm most of the time i do a lot of reading nice um in fact i have a couple of books that are absolutely my favorites uh one is by jake eppinga mm -hmm. all the people under the steeple nice <laughs> <laughs> he was pastor at Lagrave, mm -hmm. and another one that i another catholic uh in fact it's cardinal joseph bernadine uh, he was the the archbishop in Chicago, mm -hmm. and got to know him well. And he wrote a book called The Gift of Grace. Oh yeah. And he died of pancreatic cancer, and mm. he sent me a personal copy of wow. his book. He he the the book was finished two weeks before his death. Mm -hmm. So he wrote a note to me, and that was that was kind of nice. yeah, that's kind of cool. Was, that was that was good too. So awesome. Anyway. Great. Well, this kind of answers my one of my Sammy's six questions, okay. but that's how we <laughs> tend to wrap up the podcast is okay. with Sammy's six. So Go I think it. we might have time for all six today. So all let's right. let's try to get through them. So the first one I have on my list is what's the most interesting restaurant you've ever been to? <laughs> don't, we, we, we don't have an interesting restaurant. We, we either go on a coupon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or a card. Yes. <laughs> and so we have key card. So we nice. we just go to a lot of restaurants in yeah. the Grand Rapids area. And really don't have any favorites in, you know, either Chicago or, you know. Yeah. So do you like to try like new restaurants, just kinda wherever? Oh, I'll try new ones. Yeah. 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 Well, that's fine. Yeah. Nice. And we have to watch what we eat now that we're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to the next one you kind of already mentioned. Um, some books were these those two though you wanted to mention for those your favorite. Were, those were those were two favorites, but I have I have Richard Paul Evans. I, I really like his writing. Mm -hmm. I like very much uh, John Grisham. His last book, especially Suli, about the basketball player. I don't know if you've read it, but no. I would recommend that you read it. Yeah, it's a very very. And if you're not familiar with Richard Paul Evans, is it about basketball? You said it's about bas. Suli is about basketball. Okay, but it's I love it's basketball. Really about. Suli, who yeah. is the player. Yep. And uh, but it's uh, it's very good. Okay, I'll look it up. You look it up. <laughs> I'm trying to read a book a month this year. Oh, are you? At least one. I try to so. do one a week. So. See, you got me beat. But I'm not very big into reading, so one a month is a big deal for me. <laughs> so I'll add that to my list because I'm not quite to twelve books yet on my list. Okay. Yeah. So I'll add it. Great. Um, this question might need a little of an explanation, but the question is, how do you wake up your house? I heard this on another podcast, like. Is there specific things you do to kind of like make your house ready for the day, like open curtains, turn on coffee, yeah, I, anything like that? You know, our our house is pretty typically Joyce gets up anywhere between five and five fifteen. I mm -hmm. get up anywhere between quarter to six and six o'clock. Okay. Uh, I usually fix coffee and you know do a light breakfast, and Joyce mm -hmm. does the same. We watch news. Um, 
yeah, yeah. opening. Yeah, we do, we do, we do the typical things. Yeah, turn the thermostat up a little bit. Yeah, uh, but they're, you know. We don't have children anymore, so it's yeah. it's pretty dull around our house. You know, we have to we have to make sure that we're taking taking care of each other and entertaining each other. Yeah, so. for sure. Great. So the next one I have is a go to coffee order. Do you drink coffee? Yes, Starbucks, Pike Place. Nice. That would be my favorite one. Pike so that'd Place. be my go to. Is that like a medium roast? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Right. And that's a pretty common one. It is pretty popular. Probably one. probably the most popular yeah. one. Yeah. Nice. Anything in it or just black? No, 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 just black. Just black. Yeah. Nice. I can't afford the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> they are pricey and they keep getting pricier. They get up over five bucks. Yeah. There, you know, For a small know. one. You bet. Yeah. You bet. You I got need one. To... You got one right there. I know. There. I have one right now. <laughs> it was more than I wanted to pay today, but I had I had points. <laughs> you bet. Good. So that helped. Good. All righty. Two more to go. What is your favorite thing to wear on your feet? Do you Probably have a just walking shoe? shoes. Walking, walking shoes? shoes. Like the ones you have on now? Like the ones I have right now. Nice. New Balances, is that what those are? This is a New Balance. Nice. Right. Do you do a lot of walking? Especially now, because yeah. I have neuropathy of the feet, so I have to do have more to be walking. Moving. I have yeah. to keep moving. Yeah. You bet. Nice. And my last question I have for you today is, what is your nighttime snack, if you have one? If we have one, it's usually popcorn. Uh Joyce and I like to play five crowns together. So we'll, you know, we'll open a little popcorn yeah. while we're playing five crowns together. Nice. I'm like, on a bad losing streak right now. Really? <laughs> Joyce is just, we, we keep track of our mm -hmm. games for a whole year. Oh, wow. The winner and the loser for a whole year. Wow. And I was ahead of her by about 200 points probably two months ago. I am uh -huh. now behind 600 points. Oh, you got a ways and, to catch up. Well, and we stop at the end of January. We start over again in February. So okay. I'm going to lose this year. Yeah. You might be done for this I'm, year. I'm finished. Yes. I'm, I'm dead and buried. <laughs> oh, no. But that's quite a way to end this podcast because we're out of time today, actually. Okay. So thank you again for taking the time to do You're this this welcome. morning. And thank you, Sammy, for everything you do for our church. Yes, absolutely. Appreciate Great. it.